Hey, this is the Commander Cook Podcast, episode 194. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan. Today we're going to continue the arc of the good vibes. We're taking our first look at Double Masters. Now hit our theme song! <laughs> Hey Ryan, we're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Yeah, bonus episode adventure. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. The prices on some cards are going down. I would argue not enough. Some people would argue just the right amount. We've already thanked all of our patrons for the week, but thank you again for supporting the show and for everybody else being here. We also have to thank our official sponsor, face2facegames.com. They're Canada's biggest magic store. Ooh, good place to order your double masters from. If you want to do that. Ooh, the, well, there's the first take. I'm not going to yeah. say it's hot or cold. That is just a take. <laughs> it is just a take. I'm not trying to drop the hot fire this week. Sorry, everybody. I've actually been having a fight in my head with you. Oh, yeah? About this set for a week. You know what? We used to, We used to. I'm not going to say fight because that's a pretty extreme word. Yeah. We used to argue about how we wanted the content to sound a lot more than we do now. Yeah. Three years has put us not necessarily always on the same page, but both moving in the exact same direction. Yeah, we both have the same goal in mind, and we work well enough together that we can get there. Yeah, and we understand that both sides of the coin are important. So we're looking at double masters, double-sided coin. Oh, there's the. I promised we were oh, going to make those well, jokes. No, that was yesterday you promised. Damn it. We're going in the same direction. <laughs> God damn it, Ryan! <laughs> so we're this isn't really a set review, right? But we want to talk about kind of our thoughts, give everybody the take, whether it's hot, cold, negative, positive, mostly positive from my perspective. Mostly, I'm gonna say very critical from yours. Yeah, I, there's tons to love about this set. It's just the 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 tree that grew is awesome, and I love it. But the seed that the tree grew out of is just, I, I'm having a hard time moving past it. Okay. I get it. I yep. get it. I get it. Okay. You know what? We didn't do it yesterday. Good vibe of the week. This is the arc of good vibes. We want to either highlight positivity in our community, both maybe in our in our actual community or the magic community, maybe this set. Is this set a positive vibe? Is it a good vibe? It's caused a lot of division. It's got people talking. It's got people talking, but it also has lots of people arguing. It's I've, polarized, it's, right? It's, and, yeah, people are very polarized about this. I don't think that there's too many people that are running it up the middle, which I think that... I'm I'm a middle runner in a lot of things, and people say, well, if, if you're middle running, you're siding with the whatever, with right? The, with the status quo, you're happy with the way things are. Yeah. Hey, wait, hold on. We're, we're getting into it again. What's the good vibe? What's the good well, vibe? No, no, that's not even what I said. I think that the good vibe is, I think that there is a lot of good to be seen, no matter which side of the coin you fall on, even if you're hyper defensive of everything Wizards does and you just they can't do any wrong, or if you just complain about everything that ever happens anywhere, anytime, ever, there is that middle ground where, yes, there's criticisms of this set and they're valid, and we can all discuss that and get along and move on, and some of us are going to buy these cards, some of us are not. Some of us will buy sealed product, some of us will not. Yeah, some of us will be pissed off because the cards are still too too expensive for you to buy. But you know what? That's okay. Because they were more expensive than you were willing to pay for a card four months ago before this set was even spoiled. So it's not like you're really missing out on anything the way things are. And I don't agree with that, but it is a way of looking at things where you cannot feel like you're being personally attacked by wizards. Uh, yes. Them printing 
expensive cards into a premium product that is protected by a premium air quotes msrp is not it shouldn't be offensive to you example i like sports cars i like big trucks when i don't make as much money as i used to and still want to own a fast sports car that happens to have an ex like a big price tag because horsepower costs money just like you know mana crypts is horsepower for decks costs money yeah i couldn't afford you know a a, a a 2020 Corvette on my old salary, I can't afford a 2020 Corvette on my current salary. Do I still like the car? Do I still like to watch Chevrolet Motors race at Le Mans? Yeah, I still like all of those things. I still want to look at that car when I go, you know, driving through the dealership on Sunday. I still want to look at that car when I go to car shows. I still want to see it at the racetrack when I go. The racetrack's not open right now, but... <laughs> It, it's not offensive to me that the price tag of a 2020 Corvette is higher than 2019. They redesigned it. They put new art on it. They spruced it up. They got an old artist to to do the art and design the card. And it's going to be expensive, right? The, 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 the new Cyclonic Rift art, for mm. example. The foils of those are going to be ridiculous. It shouldn't be offensive to me or anybody that I want that card and can't afford it because... And, and say what you want. It's a game and it's a hobby and it should be fun. But you know what? Hobbies cost money. It doesn't matter what your hobby is. Name me any hobby. Anyone. It's going to cost you money. And you could say something very, very obtuse like, oh, gardening doesn't cost money. Well, do you plant your own? Do, do you harvest your own seeds from flowers? No, I buy them from the store. That's money. Did you build your own? Did you forge your own gar garden spade? Oh, that'd be sick. Right? Well, yeah, I did. Well, how did you make your forge? Right? And if you didn't spend any actual money, what's your time worth? If your hobby didn't actually cost you money, what is your time worth? What's your time worth that you didn't have to spend money? Because if you're self-employed, like a lot of us are, your time is worth money. Right, so there, there, it's very. I don't want to say that that's very deep thinking, but it goes a lot deeper than just oh, they put this new art that is very desirable, therefore expensive in this collector luxury card game. I can't afford it. Shouldn't be cause for offense. So I don't know. That's just my my thoughts. I don't think, and I think again, we're on the same page. We're moving in the same direction. There's desirable stuff in here that we want, and if it's not like the full art alternate art new atraxa or mana crypt or whatever it's just the old regular shitty one with the same art as it had last time that card is going to be you know 10 20 percent less and that is a good thing that's not terrible now where i come at this and i'm not like i'm not offended sorry i monologued no, no I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with a, sh a little shorter one but this is kind of where i come off on this one and it's the the barrier to entry that this presents is whatever because master sets cost more money yes that's just how they do things and i i don't like it i don't like it but i think this one maybe in particular they've really ramped up the especially as a commander player and somebody who's trying to bring more people in to play the game with us this is a really big barrier to entry for those people because it has so many cards that people who are they went out and they bought a pre-con Right? Last yeah. yesterday we talked Zyrus. Yeah. They went well, they bought the Zyrus deck. The, they want the, to build that up and you want to switch your parallel lives for a doubling season or you want to add in a whatever big card here. This set is going to do for prices what 
a giant growth could hypothetically do for your commander damage because taking a 7-7 commander and making it a 10-10 is the exact same where yeah the $200 mana crypt is $160 but it's still too much for many many people yes i you know what um we call it tarmogoyf effect the $200 mana crypt is going to be more obtainable for the people that can pay 20% less for it. And when it sells out at $160... It'll go back up to $200. Stores will start charging $180. And that's where the, air quotes, new price will be, which is that $20 less than $200 is negligible for people who can't afford it. I recognize and yeah. appreciate that. What I don't, What I don't like, what I think is a little bit flawed in terms of the logic of it is... Double Masters isn't an entry-level product. So when anybody calls it, when anybody says the barrier to entry, that doesn't exist because the, the entry is a pre-con. The entry is taking cards that you already have that you've attained, obtained through a booster box or drafting and building a commander deck. That's the entry. But there are several gates into the match. Like yes, like yes, bar- oh, 100%. The, the barrier to entry into Magic the Gathering is to buy a pre-con. And is to it. spend money. And to use your card, whatever, right? It's to play Jumpstart, which, as much as I hate Arena, as much as I dump on Arena all the time, I'm having so much fun playing Jumpstart. Oh, yeah? It's, it's a lot of fun. Okay, that's so, cool. That's cool. You hope yeah. they do Jumpstart often? They yes. just to cycle new decks in and rotate old or, shitty ones out? If they were going to do Jumpstart every year, Leave it on Arena all the time? I would be on board. Like, if they just printed new Jumpstart shit, 100%. That's a good vibe. Because it's a great format. It's super fun. And for people who are really kind of bad at limited like me, but they still like the idea of it, like that kind of low-power feel, Jumpstart is perfect. It's, and it's so much it's they, so much fun. They've done all the work for you. Yep. You just mash and then... And ma- then just play. And, and then mash. <laughs> and it's great. And th- I've had zero bad games. I've had zero blowouts. It's... It's... So fun. It's almost like they know what they're doing when they design right? limited sets, right? Right. And so they've done it so well or whatever. But back to what we were saying is the that's your entry. That's like your second gate is something like Jumpstart. Like you bought a pre-con and you filled it up with cards that you own. That's like the first thing. Then the second one would be something like Jumpstart where you're going to invest more into some some more cards, maybe hoping you get a certain rare or yeah. certain card. And I think like four or five gates after that is you've been playing Commander at your local EDH&M for a few months but you, or on VEDH, or, can't play in store right now. Sure, I, we we all know what you're saying. I'm just clarifying that we yeah. got to be safe. Yes, but you you want to kind of I don't want to say you want to move to the big kids table, but like you want to go play with these guys over here who have a little bit more powerful decks, and while yep. they're willing to come down and play with you with their lower power stuff, you want to go up a level. This is the barrier to entry to that going up a level. Yeah. Oh yeah. That that I I can I yes. And I I can just see so vividly in my mind a world where even this is like modern horizons level of cost like it's it's twice as much as a regular booster bag it's ten dollars a pack instead of 30 you know what i mean like even that would tank a lot of these cards for a while and i just like that's what i would really like to see i'm not saying that's what they should have done because blah but that's what i would like to see i would like to see these reprint sets that are clearly aimed at people like us yeah be which, more attainable which, for people who are moving up to the level. Where which like, this one clearly is. Oh yeah, this is a hundred percent directly aimed at me and and you. This is, and, and people, people like, like us. us. Yes, this is who this is for. Like, who's this set for? It's for us. They're trying to siphon money out of us, and they know that there are people who will pay for it. And yeah. I and I don't plan to, but I mean, 
that's what I say when I that's what I mean when I say you know what you know what analogy okay so we want to go to Disneyland all right there's the barrier to entry is paying to get into the parking lot because you have to do that. Yeah, 10 bucks, whatever it yeah, is. 10 bucks to park your car. 10 bucks to park your car. We're in. That's our pre-con. Yep. We've got our pre-con in our parking lot. Yeah. We want to play at the big, we want to get on the fucking Hulk roller coaster at, at Universal. Hell yeah. Yeah, we do. It shoots you fucking up before you think you're going to go down. That's good. Oh, That's shit. That's a good yeah. ass roller I would 100% coaster. go on that roller yeah, coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to sit in the front though, 100%. Will do. Yeah. Yeah. We want to play at that table. Well, we can. We can oh, 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 further. I'll further explain the analogy. We only are interested in the Hulk ride. We don't care about everything else because we might have been to Universal Studios lots of times, aka played Magic for a long time. We might have been on all the rides, aka we have Atraxa and Mana Crypts already. We need a Blight Steel Colossus. That is the Hulk roller coaster. If we don't know any better, we're gonna go out and pay two hundred, three hundred dollar park admission. That is a booster box hoping that there's not a big lineup. That is, hoping that we'll crack that Blightsteel Colossus in our booster box. Or, we only want one ride. Buying a Blightsteel Colossus for, let's say, 20% less than it used to be, so instead of $80, it's like 60 bucks. We pay 60 bucks to get on that Hulk roller coaster. One ride, but we're not paying $400 anymore. We're paying 60. One ride, but we get what we want. And that is the functional equivalent of buying singles. And... It feels bad sometimes for people to say, holy fuck, one card is 60 bucks. I could buy like multiple packs for that. But the point is you don't get the experience that you want in moving up to the big kids table, as you say, when you buy a booster box. Because you might not get the cards you want. Yeah, and I mean, buying opening boosters is, is fun. It's a great oh, time. dude. And this it's, is coming from somebody who fucking always complains about having no money and yeah. hating packs. Yeah, and I, I booster hate... Booster packs are fun. But they're fun. They are, they are fun. And... Opening them is a cool experience, and opening them with your friends is an even cooler experience. The, the Double but... Master VIP packs. Oh, don't even... What, what are those 30 cards, all foil-type booster packs, right? We, we haven't said what Double Masters is. 20-card booster packs, they have... Are they 20 cards? 15-card uh, booster packs, two rares instead of one rare, foils in every pack, right? Like two this, foils in every pack. This is the premium of premium sets yeah. that is for getting foils and opening up rares for the Commander format. Yeah, they're, they're looking about 30 to $35 per pack here in Canada. Yeah. And they have the VIP edition. 140 Which we'll get into this next. That, sure. That fucking name. I hope that people can't hear the workers banging on the roof and if fucking they, again this week. And, Sorry, everybody. And if they can, we apologize. The VIP booster here in Canada after conversion from USD to CAD and the fucking tariffs that our government has on things made of cardboard that come into the country. Yes. And taxes. You're looking about $160 for a pack of cards with the Double Masters. Expected, VIP. Val expected value says you could probably make $100 of that back based on pr current prices of cards. You could open like the double mythic alternate art foil pack and you know you could have a $500 pack. Yeah. I know it's been covered a lot of times. I know a lot of European countries have different laws on this. At what point does it become gambling and do do you care? Um, and and do these packs because of the price and expected value or expected not fucking value? Should they be eighteen plus, like years of age to buy these, or twenty one years of age in the United States to buy these, based on cost and expected value? I think that the expected value of this should just be higher. There's too okay. much chef, and, and that would that and would that would be facilitated by dropping the price to buy it, or by dropping all the fucking garbage that's in it. 
Why did they put the fucking reflection cycle in here? Only one of them is played, and it's not even played anymore. They're all dollar or two cards. Yeah, because they're I think because they're played in Commander, and Therese Nielsen illustrated them. <laughs> so like, they needed to get that shit out of there. Like, get, I think. Fucking bail out on those. Like, there's so much chaff. <laughs> there's and, not a whole ton of chaff, but oh, if the I'm set paying isn't 100... always spoiled it. And this is like a there's also double the number of rares. Double so the, the number of the fucking chance chaff. of you getting the good cards that we've been talking about this whole time is so much lower. It's like buying a mystery booster. So there, there's a criticism. You think there's too much um, bulk rares? Let's yeah, call them because they did build it for the air quotes draft environment, but the the fucking VIP packs aren't meant for drafting. Oh no! So they're meant for cracking sick foils and making 140 the, bucks a pack. There is no draft on them though, so they are literal loot boxes. Yes, they. So I mean, loot boxes I, has proved to be an effective way to make money. Absolutely, and I'm not going into the, it's gambling, but it's it's close to fucking gambling as you can get. Yeah, they and, if they were still in Germany, Germany would kick them out for those VIP boosts. You know what? When you look at expected value versus price, and you extrapolate that down to five dollar pack, and expected value, like the math, probably checks out pretty close. So it's like. It costs more, but the expected value is also escalates in relatively. So really, is it any worse than buying, going to the store and buying 20 packs and expecting to get the same dollar amount of cards as buying one pack of, of Double Masters VIP? And I think that's the thing that people are missing about this whole fiasco is if you're buying <laughs> packs to open it to make money you're doing it wrong because you're investing. And if you're going to invest, just buy sealed product and don't open it. And then you can be a real hashtag MTG finance person and you can just keep your sealed boxes in your closet and you can bust them out in five years when they're guaranteed to be worth more and sell them then. Don't open them looking for value. So the EV of a box is, I think, less... Like, I opened a $35 booster pack. I expect a $35 card. I think that that is... Yeah. Wrong headed. No, that is not. <laughs> I think, but I think that you should be able to open a thirty-five dollar pack, and I don't think that it is outrageous or entitled or anything negative to think. You know what? I opened a thirty-five dollar booster pack, and I opened two dollars in rares and foils. I don't think that should ever happen. Like there should, and that should be facilitated by not putting two dollar rares the, in there, or it should be facilitated by dropping the price to well, buy it. I. Th I'd like to say dropping the price, but let's the price is the price is the price and whatever. But have less crap. There's so much crap in this set. Like they spoiled all this stuff and everybody's all whipped up and super excited and shit. But there's a lot of garbage in here. There's much more garbage than good stuff. We, we should have fucking banger masters. Only bangers. <laughs> That's what you should call it. I, it's just like, but they, like, Wizards is obviously aware of the value, air quotes, of these cards. Yeah, or they can't they would, talk about it though. Right? They can't talk about that, but they're clearly aware of it and they're clearly printing with it in mind. So they could not put those pieces of shit in there. And not, here's a fucking fact from somebody that played Ravnica draft. Doubling season's a shitty draft card. Yeah. So, like, 
fuck. Like, there's lots of cards in here that aren't built for draft. They're built to drive the value of the pack up. Yeah, how about that doubling season alternate art, though, by my boy, Ron Spencer? It's medium. The they, only Ron Spencer card I fucking care about in this set is Mana Crypt. Mana Crypt, but only the new art one, which only I don't that. like. I like the original better. I actually really like that new art. And I, well, I think that's the thing that makes me the fucking maddest, because it's the one card in the set that I want. <laughs> and it's it's... It's not, it's not, or it's so out of reach, but like it's fuck. Like that's a special treat. I take my whole trade binder into an event when those happen again in 2027, and I can trade my whole binder in to get one. Well, you could, tr- you could trade you know? your existing mana crypt in and take a large chunk off the price of that extended art mana crypt. Hey, y- y- let's look at cards. Let's look at some cards because we're going to find things to be excited about when we look at cards. Okay. Let's start. We talked about the Hulk roller coaster. Yes. Okay. Rocket it up to the top now. Rock are, hard. And up then to we've the top. been we've been talking about the. Ne- Let's do the one other negative thing I want sure. to talk about. Okay. This. And it, this is the. And I don't think anybody will ever be able to talk me out of this. So let's do that first. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here it is, Ryan. All right. I, I, this I, is it. I hinted at it before. It's the VIP booster, and it's not the fact that they're so expensive. It's not the fact that they have like nine basics in it. It's the fact that they call it. A VIP booster. Everybody knows what VIP means. V- very important person. And what that's implying to me is that the very important people are the people who have money and if are the, willing to give lots of it to wizards. Which would suggest that people who don't have money have less importance. Exactly. We and, don't like to do double negative kind of logic or inference, right? If you don't have this, you're not that. Like that. Yeah, that's not. But the, that is what they're inferring by saying, "Give us money, more money, you'll be more important and be rewarded with higher value stuff." Exactly, and they could. That have, is that is how that is how capitalism works. More money means more stuff. Truth. Right? That's the truth. But it's but, the it's the name of it. I think it, that you're having issue with. Exactly, it is the name. It is the 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 product title is very important. Booster person booster. They have a perfectly good luxury version of every set that's come out and it's called a collector booster. They could have said this is the collector's edition of Double Masters. And if if and the the VIP booster has 30 cards in it, whatever. If if it has 30 cards in it, I, I'm I'm trying to remember and I don't remember and we don't have the product page in front of us cuz we're just having a conversation, yeah. but if it has 30 cards in it and a regular pack has 15 this would be double that and it would be the double masters double sized collector booster yeah and they could and if they had said that shit cool cool fucking cool oh 140 bucks fuck i'm i'm bouncing yeah am i am i happy about the price still fuck no no am i legit (laughs) the the my very first car that i didn't spend a dollar to my dad for (laughs) yeah (laughs) was a 1982 t-top Chevrolet Camaro. Oh, yeah. Fucking IROC Z edition? Yeah. Yeah. So it, and it was a fucking nice car. And and it had a whatever the hell the Chevy the Chevy version of the F-250 or 350 of it was. What? Truck engine in it. it. It had a truck It motor? had a truck engine in it. They had altered it to put a fucking... That thing could melt the tires down <laughs> to the rims off of a light. It was the fucking coolest car. And it cost me less than a booster box of VIP boosters. Ooh, yeah. It's like 1500 bucks, eh? Yeah. Like, it's a lot. And I mean, yeah, that was years ago. But the point stands. Like, I bought a really nice car. Yeah. And it just, it 
the name itself, I think, is a sticking point for me. Like as soon as I heard it, I was like, "Nah, fuck that. I don't yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't yeah. like it." I can I can agree with that because the name of the thing and and reading the thing in magic tells you what the thing is and does. Yeah, the name of something is important. Yeah, name and it, and it carries weight. And when you tell me I'm more important when I spend more money. That is something that is important to people who are spending money. If we look at the other side of the coin, sure. I want to feel important if I if I have the money to spend on this. If the product, air quotes, is for me, I want to be important. I want to brag and tell people I got a box of this or I have a VIP. I want to open this on Open Flippy and drink to it. I want to be that guy. And, and so do you, but, but I think... We want to be that guy for different reasons. You want affordable cardboard. I want the prestige of being that guy. I'm a little bit more vain. I'm a little bit more selfish. So, Which is crazy because I'm the one that plays all the foils. <laughs> yeah, right? I play fucking garbage. <laughs> right? I play garbage-ass cards in not foil, and a lot of them are beat up that I got from a collection collection where the guy smokes. <laughs> yeah. They stink. Like, you, know what right? would be, you know what would be cool in a set like this? And I, I think we've talked about this before. If you have like... I don't want to call it the VIP booth, but you have like the collector's double booster. Yeah. <laughs> however fucking much money that is. Yeah. Then you have the regular double masters. We'll call it a draft booster even Regular though. booster. Regular booster, and that's however much it is. And you could have like a player pack. And the player pack is the one that's just for the people that want the fucking cards. There's no foils. There's no alternate art. There's no chance of these fancy oh, box yeah, toppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the fucking cards. They, they, and they, they would build a premium into all of the products to spread the price over the cost of marketing and producing the plastic to package that, right? And then sure. it would drive the price of everything up, so you'd still be paying that premium. They'd build it into their, yeah, their like it campaign. Was, it would for still the cost set, right? more than five bucks or whatever for a pack. But I just think something like that would be, yeah, yeah. That's that. That would be a cool solution because yeah. then you're getting a shot at the regular stuff. Yeah, like you could still get your Atraxes, your Blight Steels, your whatever, yeah, whatever you're after. I'd, I don't want to pay $200 for a Mana Crypt. I don't want to pay $50 for a, a Rift. I need another Calia to alter that isn't foil, for example, right? Yeah. And I can just spend maybe 8 bucks, 9 bucks on a regular pack, no foils. Or maybe. Or same foil rate drop as regular packs. Or maybe, and this is crazy, Maybe they have the cheaper boosters so people can actually afford to play in a fucking draft environment that they created for this set. Ah, balls that. Not interested. Cause I, I, <laughs> I think drafting this set would be really fucking hard. Because when I was drafting in Kaladesh, I opened up two X, not... Inventions. Inventions. And it's like, I mean, obviously you take that and it yeah. kind of tanks your draft or whatever. But I mean, well, not, not all the time that does that happen. But the point is, if you open... Like, let's say you're, you're playing in the draft and you open the quadruple mythic pack that'd be so sick like eh? it'd be awesome and you'd take your mana crypt or you'd take your foil karn and then you pass the foil karn or the foil mana crypt yeah or the other 300 dollars. i would have a really hard time with that yeah because i spent so much goddamn money and i got the pack everybody's dreaming about and then everybody else gets my shit and i get a scarg spriggan or a, <laughs> yeah. whatever the fuck that goblin from eventide is called you know what i mean yeah 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 like, it it's it's hard to not think while well, the person to your right if it's the first draft pack might also have a really good pack and you'll get something else right but the odds of getting the four mythic pack are are pretty low so it would hard it, it wouldn't hold a lot of water for me to say, well, the person next to you could get a pack like that yeah, too and, but and they pass won't. you another foil carn just as an example. Yeah, right? and it could happen, 
But it probably won't. Probably won't. Yeah. So and let's talk about some cool cars. Yeah, you, you mentioned Karn. Controversy, do you like the art, the panorama? They messed up the panorama when you put the four cards together a little bit. The Karn art doesn't quite line up with the rest of the Urzatron art. They cut a little piece of it off to frame Karn in the middle of the card a little bit better. Right. Uh, controversy, I don't care. When you add the four pieces of art together by Mark Tieden, who totally owned the Karn face yeah, on gotta, Facebook, and he just wrecked that. people. Yeah. He's fucking happy to be out of Phyrexia layoff, people. If he wants to be naked, large, and in charge, and rock hard, silver fucking golem. Yeah. How would you feel if you escaped from like the 12th level of a hellish hellscape that they made you, they put you in a fucking rock tumbler for decades? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, man, I'd be looking like Moz Goose from Berserk 2. And if you don't know who that is, look it up because it's the same fucking face with a hat on it. Oh, yeah, man. So I love the art. I love the throwback to these are all good vibes now, I think. I think so, yeah. I, I, I love, love the, the art on these cards. The, I love the throwback to the old artist. We mentioned Mark Tedden. Mark Tedden? Mark Tedden? Whatever. whatever his name is. Yeah. If he's listening, which he probably is, add us and we'll we'll... Pronounce your name correctly I've met next him, time we say it. I've met him half a dozen times at events and gotten him to sign and alter cards and like actually stood and talked with him. Me and F.U. Joel just go and talk to artists all the time at events. That's why they're so fun in 2027 when we get back to them. <laughs> I never asked him, how the fuck do you say your name, right? But Ron Spencer too did the art for the, the, like the alternate art doubling season. And, and and the Mana Crypt. And the Mana Crypt. In just a fucking second. So they get us all jazzed up about Mana Crypt, Cali of the Vast, Atraxa, Blightsteel, and Doubling Season way back in May. And then nothing until they release a bunch of lands and say, hey, these are going to be in packs. It's the fucking John Avon unhinged arts that have new frame treatments. And the fucking Noah Bradley ones. Ooh, right? <laughs> and, and it's like... Even even the first set of previews was polarizing, and then they released Champion of Lampholt as like on the first day of official previews, oh. and they're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's the chaff because Champion of Lampholt's a great card. It's a great card, and I'm super pumped that people get to play with Champion of Lampholt. But yeah. should it be in this set? Uh, I don't think so. Probably yeah, not. and they they hit us with Grim Lava Mancer yeah. too, eh? And it's fine. Other podcasts have talked about that. I don't want to talk about that a whole ton. Yeah. I want to talk about you know, there's a Jace the Mind Sculptor reprint. That's a good card. Maybe not for EDH, but I'll alter the shit out of that card and auction it on Thursdays. Yeah. I I want to talk about how this card liberated. While I don't like that picture, I really really like the art on the picture. You know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah, were talking we, about that yeah, before we the show. Yeah, we were talking about this. Yeah, we're, the the Urza lands. I love those Urza lands. If yep. I could get those for a reasonable price, I would a hundred percent just have them to look at them because they're beautiful. They're everything that I like. The in colors, art. the style, yep. and it, the actual subject matter. It looks like something out of Mist. If you've ever played Mist or Riven or any of those, it looks just like that it's, with these. Like, it's fantasy throwbacks buildings. to old Urza artifacts, right? Yeah, it, they're gorgeous. It's just that. That Karn I don't like. He's got weird long arms and little legs and a weird facial expression and shit. I just, it's just not for me. Skip leg day, Karn. Yeah, like yeah. never skip leg day. Legs yeah. are really, people like legs. Yeah, I like, a, leg. I like, like a good leg. Yeah, you're jacked as hell. I like that. What else is in here that's like super We got sweet? swords. Are we going to get all the swords, do you think? Do you think they're going to just print them all except uh, for the two Modern Horizons ones? I'm not sure. They probably won't see the Modern Horizons ones. You're probably right. <laughs> good vibes only. Good vibes only, Brando. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Modern Horizon ones were whatever right like well there some of them are whatever like yeah. war and peace is fine but it's not yeah. it's no it's no fire nice but it, it's in the it's in the the cycle though right it's yes. part of that first sword cycle where these other the other two are just sort of there 
you'll probably see two more of them or three, the rest of them in Commander Horizons in December or whenever yeah, yeah, that yeah. set comes out. Commander Legends. But, so if you're going to do the swords, you got to have War and Peace too. And War and Peace isn't terrible. It's just not as good as these other four really good cards. Yeah, we might see them again just just because they need equipment to go in your commander draft product, right? Yeah. But we've got sculpting steel, worm coil engine, engineered explosives. We've got, I'm going to say staples like Sunforger yeah. and Shroom. If we can if we can say that commanders or legendary creatures are staples, sure. Shroom is one that we would want to build. We've got a gorgeous new exploration. Well, that makes me so mad. Because I spent $100 on my foil exploration. Ooh, baby. That, well, I didn't. I traded a hundred dollars worth of cards to somebody else for a foil exploration, and I I really like that picture. You like man. that one? I really That's like totally that. Medium. You know what? I I like the neons and the purples. I dislike the they they look like they and this is just goes back to art. You didn't like the Karn art, not yeah. the not the style. It's just, the subject matter. It's just the picture. I'm I'm flipping it. I like the subject matter. It's a big flower. I don't like the style. They look like the the Ikoria tricycle lands, the what are they called? The triomes. Triomes. They look like the the alternate art comic book triomes oh, that look a little bit so not cartoony, not anime-ish, but they look like they belong in, you know, Fallout or or what's what's the other game the kids play? There's lots of Fortnite. Them. Fortnite. They look like they're colored by Fortnite animators. Sure. And I don't like that that kind of look. I was thinking about this on our way to the show, and th this is actually the card that got me thinking about this. I know that in your lands deck or whatever, all your yep. basics are those un... The frameless ones. Yeah, the frameless ones. Now that I have a bunch of frameless cards in Norin mm -hmm. from M21, I'm I'm softening pretty hard on box toppers. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, they're not special anymore. Well, th it's not that they're not special. It's that when I fan my cards out, you have all these, like, they don't look uniform They're anymore? No, yeah, yeah. You, instead of seeing all black borders when you just barely peek your hand like a fan. Yeah, yeah. It, and it just kind of makes things look a little... Messy. It, it throws me off a little bit. And you have those in your things. They're easy to find. I have exactly two basics in that deck because they're easy to find. I fan my deck and I just kind of like fan it all through my hand like I'm kind of tipping it over the deck. It looks like a magic trick. Boom. Got got yeah. two basics right there. And I'm, I'm some kind... Especially ones like this where... Like some of them, um, fiery emancipation. It's got lots of black on it, so you don't really notice it as mm -hmm. much. But something like this, where the top is like these vivid greens and blues, it's and like, there's a purple on the edge, and you're like, shit, I don't. Yeah, that's is this that's stand hyper out? specific criticism. That's yeah, it is. <laughs> and I just I like that, and I do. I love the art on this card, but I feel like if I actually owned one, you know, like the idea of owning one, I was like, oh yeah, I want one. Yeah, I want one in foil. I want it in Omnath. It's gonna be so awesome. But then the. <coughs> The reality of actually having it, I'd probably I'd fan out my cards. I'm like, ah. it doesn't match the rest of the cards. <laughs> Shit, curmudgeon Brando, right, right there. Like, that's it. I get everything I want, and I still complain about it. Oh, you must be a magic player. Who knew? You know what? Jason Alt put it best on Twitter. Friend of the show, even though we never talk to him, we, we just talk <laughs> on Twitter. He says, even if this set's not for you, ultimately it will drive prices down, even if it is a marginal price drop. When we talk about a twenty percent drop in in a $200 card, like that's still unaffordable. But if, you know, a $10 card drops to a seven or $8 card, that's a good thing. Even if it's not for you and you don't spend one fucking red cent, if those still existed. They do down south. 
in the land of the free freedom yeah. dollars. If you yeah. spend one freedom dollar cent on this pack, or if you don't, but you need an austere commander, a sneak attack, or a stone hewer giant, they're going to be a little bit cheaper. Therefore, this product is for you because it's going to be a little bit cheaper. So we can be hypercritical yeah. because this product is going to do a lot of good things for everybody. And all of those cards I just listed are in this in this set. On the screen right now. Yeah, and they're all cards that are good in Commander. Stone Hero Giant, we've played in several decks. Yeah. Austere Command, several decks. Both are well, not hard to... I guess austere command not hard to come by, but it's a little bit expensive. Yeah, and the Stone opposite is, is true is Stone Hero is expensive. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was gonna say Stone Hero is not expensive, but because it's from Lorwyn Block, no, it's it, hard to come by. It's both. Oh, it's hard to come by, and it's expensive because it's from Lorwyn. Oh yeah. yeah, and foils. Never mind, right? Yeah, but I wouldn't. I don't want to think about foils, right? <laughs> I don't want to think about foils right now. I can't. Well, you can maybe get a foil one in in this set, which is cool. Yeah, maybe that that might be neat. That's it. What else do we have here? So, yeah, we're looking through. I see a Noble Hierarch and a Voice of Resurgence. Not really for us as Commander players, but expensive cards. And if we crack them, even if they're worth 20% less than they were last week, take them to your LGS, get some store credit, trade them in. Crack Somebody will buy them. Krakenwick Cremator. That's there it the is. one that I saw that I was just, what the mother of fuck That's is this shit? And I'm going to read it. I said the same thing. Red Red 2 for a... 5-4 fuck when it enters the battlefield discard a card at random if you discard a creature card this way it deals damage equal to that player's that creature's power to target player or planeswalker well that goes in a goblin deck it sure does not who do, do, do you want to do one for man I'm gonna just it sure does you didn't even finish your sentence yeah fuck slap the lips right off me oh, Brando Kragenwick cremator can just Craig and Whip lick my crack. Oh, yeah. It can just lick the sweat out of my butthole. <laughs> Fuck that card, oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, we got a Rift reprint. We're just scrolling up the list in chronological order of everything being released, right? Yeah, there's we got the Rift cool. with the new alternate art. We got the new uh, Dark Confidant. That is, is a card that I'm putting in my lands deck because I will take exactly no fucking damage ever. <laughs> How do we feel about the Steven Seagal Dark Confidant? We have Skrillex and we have Steven Seagal. How do we feel about that? <laughs> I'm happy because oh, that means man. two weeks in a row we got to reference Steven Seagal on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but You know, there's a little bit of controversy over the Dark Confidant art. We're not here to talk about that today. I didn't yeah, I didn't even know that. I'm just I I, I think it's fine. I think the art is off centered. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that the card exists. I traded mine straight up for a Cryptic Command years ago, and that trade still holds true because Cryptic will never be reprinted, but Dark Confidant will, so maybe I'm getting ahead. Maybe. <laughs> and I need one. I don't have one, and I wasn't going to pay $70 for one, so yeah. now I'm going to probably get one. Yeah. I mean, I really like the Skrillex art of it. I don't like the Dark Confidant one because it doesn't look very dark to me. Like, it's even sunny in the background, you know? Yeah, maybe what he's whispering to that old dude. Like, he could look a our, little more sinister or something. Dark teachings. Yeah, you know? it. I just feel like it could have been a little bit more darker and confidante, I guess. I don't know. That's my only real criticism about the art. Yeah, that's And fine. then we have sex offender art. And then we have... Crop rotation? You like that one with Doran on it? No. Oh. Moving no. on. No. You like the Wrath of God, though, with Thomas Baxa? I met oh. that guy in Vegas, man. Cool dude. That Wrath of God... Is your favorite one? 
Yes. Not even sort of close. Zoom up real close and look at all the dudes and dragons and shit just getting sucked up or blown away. It's an actual laser from space, Either way, don't Google that. No. (laughs) I fucking love that art. I want that. I will buy one of those. I will own that card. That's a good art. Because I love that art so much. Get in touch with Thomas Baxa. What do you think the original's worth? Too much. He paints traditionally, I think. Oh, shit. That'd be too much. Most likely. Yeah. Most that, likely that for, cool. for and our that, blood. Council's I'll, judgment? Dude. I'll bet you Wrath of... Sorry, oh, Wrath back of to, yeah, yeah. I think that that particular printing might even be much more... Because it's the buy box. Yeah. So there's going to be a ton of those floating around. So that'll probably be fairly affordable for a, a foil one even. Yeah, it could be. It could be. So the the cool. non-foil one might be worth more because it's not the box topper. It depends on how many boxes sell, but yeah. box sales will also inform non-foils that you find in pack prices. So I don't mm. know. It depends on whatever one you want. Yeah. Cool art. It's very good. Uh, Council's Judgment, I just wanted to mention because that is a very strong commander card that nobody plays because it was like a a conspiracy card, right? A voting card. And you know where it's going to be really good? Really good. Let me tell you. In white decks? Is in fucking one-on-one draft. <laughs> it gets rid of one thing that yeah. they vote for. <laughs> right? Like, what the he- Really? Oh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that they well, printed hey, chaff in here on purpose. They, but, they, know. they know what cards need to be reprinted, regardless of whether or not price informs their decisions. And it's not like there's a commander set coming up. Anytime, yeah. right? What the I, fuck is going to be in that set? Just all legends? You know what would be awesome? And, and this won't happen, but dude, I would, I will eat my own shoe. Oh, God, I can't literally wait. Literally eat my own shoe and post the video on the fucking internet. If just everything in Double Masters and then all the new stuff is just Commander Legends. It's just, yo. They f- just take it. Fuck it. We just re- put a new pack around the yeah. same 15 cards. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> we took all these unused double masters because they were too expensive when we repacked them. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I, oh, man. Can you awesome. imagine the conspiracy theories? You just repacked them and removed all the rares and sold them to a website. <laughs> yeah. You're selling them on eBay under the guise of whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Let's move on. Let's keep going. I like we're that. not conspiracy theory cookout podcast. Oh. Look at your boy. Trinisphere got reprinted. Oh, I'm so excited. Maybe I can get my. La- I lost two of them. I yeah, don't know where they. I don't know how I lose two of them, but I can get them back now. Maybe that's it. They're they're a lot. But- and hey, look at and Academy Ruins for me. Cool, but all of the filter lands from and that you like so much. I am pumped, pumped, pumped that this is the rare cycle in the in the thing. If I have one the rare lands, the rare that, land cycle that isn't fucking Scry lands. Get them out. Would of you here. be more or less pumped if that rare land cycle was the equivalent? Color pairs for fetch lands. <laughs> oh, hey, all positives, all positives. Yeah. <laughs> we got we got filter lands, hey, buddy. We got them. Yeah, filter lands are cool, and I think that these are actually going. They're they're budget stuff for people who can't do fetch lands and who can't do because we all know fetch lands are going to show up somewhere because they, they got because they said they would because they got, only got like four months left. They got their faces cheese grated over the fucking what was it. The secret layer fetch lands. Secret layer a hundred boxes edition. Yeah, which again, I'm convinced that was the printing they were off. They were gonna we were gonna reprint fetch lands this year. Secret layer fetch lands. That fucking is terrible. Oh shit, people are mad. Don't worry, guys. We we we're gonna print them again. <clears throat> yep. Another yep. another secret layer. Secret layer fetch land playset edition. <laughs> Five thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> the filter lands are cool. I I highly recommend playing them if you got them, and I think you'll be able to got them because you can get them from somewhere. Yeah, they're reprinting them. You know what? I'm I'm very tempted based on the rares in this set, the just regular ass rares, to actually drop the money on on getting a booster box just to fill up my overstock altar binder just to post stuff up because there are so many we made the joke before there's so many fucking bangers at the rare section look at quarter calling with two different arts and that discounts the quarter calling being commander spellbook green that art with fucking yisan or whatever yeah blasphemous act expensive card rare land cycle that's good rolling earthquake we're looking at the screen right now trinisphere Academy Ruins, like there's so many good cards that ought to be altered because foils will still be ridiculous expensive. Mox Opal, Chrome Mox, Swords. Ensnaring Bridge. Oh yeah, look yeah. at that. Like, that one kind of snuck under the radar, man. Like that, it, it that's did an a little bit. Yeah, card. that is a forty dollar card, isn't it? But yeah. even even something like like the Masterwork of Ingenuity and Hammer of Nizan, those are cards that are that have a little bit of price weight. And and C play in Commander yeah. that ought to be altered. We're we're definitely getting up to some of the cards that are like what the fuck like Greater Good, Kembaka, Mirror Battle Sphere. Yeah, Greater ah. Greater Good and Mirror Battle Sphere definitely Commander staples, and yeah. that's of course why they're in there. But did they need a reprint? As far as price is concerned, which we've already established is no concern of Wizards. They yeah. want to print cards that need to be reprinted, right? Did Kembaka really need a big reprint? I don't think Have you so. ever seen anybody but me play that card? Uh, F.U. Aiden plays it. In what? Don't know. That's right. Yeah, don't care. Probably doesn't. F that guy. Probably doesn't play it. That Phyrexian Metamorph is fucking cool. Yeah, that's cool. Hey, who did the art on that? Can you see? Is it Thomas Baxa again? Thomas Baxa. That is cool. That is cool. Get that original when you get the altered or the, uh, the, <laughs> the Wrath of God and you give me one of them, okay? Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll do it. No, I won't. Force. What do you think of the new Force? Big, I don't know if there's controversy here. Lots of people are saying that doesn't look like your Force of Willing something. It looks like blue counter spell number 17. I agree with that second take. What about you? You know what it looks like? It looks like people aren't going to be flushing their Force of Wills down the toilet in protest of new Therese Nielsen art. Or or reused Therese Nielsen art on reprints. So it's it's a welcome addition whether anybody thinks that's justified or not, or instead of flushing them down the toilet, send them to me so I can whatever, like yeah. whatever, it's new art. People are going to be happy. The people who don't give a shit are might be happy if they don't own forces because they can get them more affordably, whether it's the alternate art or the semi-original Therese Nielsen art from Ultimate Masters from a few years ago. And the people that have the original Alliance ones are happy because the price of those is going up because they've guaranteed no more Therese Nielsen Force of Will arts. Boom. So good, good, good because Force of Will is being reprinted with different art. Yes. I dig that. I don't know. The rest of the stuff is kind of whatever. Ion. It, yeah, it's, you it's, can open an Ion Storm in a $35 <laughs> fucking booster you box. Can, you can open double Ion Storm. Foil and not foil. I hope that sucker comes in alternate art foil extended frame. Can but, you yeah. imagine opening a fucking Ion Storm? Can you imagine? You bought one pack. Drink your whole drink? Oh, God. Are you kidding me? Oh, Just man. fucking eat the bottle. Eat the glass and all just like the Grinch. Yeah. <laughs> Am I just eating storm. because I'm bored? No, Who? I'm eating because I got a fucking Ion Storm. Yeah. Is that the card that people... Is that a is that a draft card? Is it a limited card? Is it a good card in a give, limited give it environment? A read. Give it a read. Read top to bottom. Enchantment. Ion Storm. 
Red 2. For red 1, remove a plus 1 plus 1 counter or a charge counter from a permanent you control that deals 2 damage to something. No tap in there. That could be a good card if you got lots of plus 1s. It could be. I don't think very many people are playing that card. I don't think very many people are playing that <laughs> fucking card either, man. I think that that's a stupid card. It combos very well with Walking Ballista in a limited environment. Oh, it does. And Walkie B's getting reprinted. Yeah, that, walkie, card's, that card's actually expensive. Walking Ballista doesn't need to combo with Ion Storm. It does Ion Storm shit for free. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. That's the, that, it itself does what it does, plus what Ion Storm does for free. Yeah. And it's colorless, so it goes into any deck. Yeah. And if you have infinite mana, you just win the game. Yeah. Good card. Cool card. Oh, Brutoclad. Broody C. That's cool. I just noticed him. That's fun. First time non-foils. So if anybody wanted uh, extended art. I have altered foils before, but I'm sorry. I'm just making it about me again. (laughs) 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 I have altered foils before, but that one is going to be not foil, which is cool. But we're at the top of the spoilers. I think that we're we're previewed up until Friday, July 24th. Yeah, we're going to do a set review kind of proper once all the spoilers are finished. Yeah, but pro- probably think- a half type episode yeah. where it's like we'll maybe give our thoughts once we've had some more time to yeah. digest and look at what the expected value is, right? Yeah. I think today we wanted to just sit down and kind of give our take along with every other content creator's take that I don't know. I still kind of get my hackles up a little bit, probably unnecessarily, when I see people, oh, all you complainers whining about the price. This product just isn't for you and don't buy it if you don't want to buy it. And it's like, well, yeah, but. Like I want the card. If 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 everything is expensive and not for me, if everything is too expensive, then, then nobody maybe, buys anything, right? Exactly. And then like the, the the whole thing is if nobody can afford to buy it and then nobody buys it except for the investors, the investors aren't opening it, so the cards don't go onto the markets, so the prices of the cards don't go down. So you know, like nobody wins. Well and and another another and then, kind and, of oh, and, if that's the, and if that's the thing that happens, if Nobody can afford to buy it, so nobody buys it again except for investors. Then people think if nobody plays the drafts, if nobody plays the seals, if they don't sell it, Wizards isn't going to chalk that up to, oh, maybe that set was too expensive. It's going to be, oh, well, I guess we can't do a reprint set like that anymore. It was a failure. We're going to have to do more draft-focused sets, and it's going to be like, fuck. And yeah, we're yeah then, cool... we get, then we get Modern Masters 2, which was good, but it's not fucking... It, it's, it's not this. It's not this good. It's not right? this good, yeah. The other way of thinking is if nobody buys it, and everybody's going online to the face-to-face games, the Star Cities, Card Kingdoms, big box stores like, or sorry, big online retail stores like that, and buy singles, they'll always be sold out. Therefore, those big online retailers will have to order and crack more sealed product so they have singles available to restock to continue selling the singles. If that happens, Wizards will still move product to those big stores because people are buying hot singles from those. So, like, there's always there's always ways that you can look at, justify, explain the yeah. price and how the market kind of shifts. But we're not an MTG Finance podcast. Like, no. And there's a lot of other people out there that know more about it, have more experience and education in that part of magic than we do we're giving our opinions yeah. which, yeah, which I'm, we I'm, think are valid i think well obviously because they're, they they're our fucking ours yeah, yeah. <laughs> and i mean at the end of the day i just want people to play magic and i want people to be able to afford to play this game with me and i just see sets like this as an opportunity for that to be a thing and when they come out and they're not then it, it's disappointing i think i'm disappointed 
just because there are going to be people that won't benefit from this set. I, I got a hot take. I got a hot take. Sure. I think you're disappointed because you don't want to spend money on a booster pack. Just no, no other strings attached. You don't want to spend 15 bucks on a pack of magic cards. I, the last two boxes I bought were collector boxes. So I'm unfortunately outside of the realm of being able to, to say that's the truth. Because I have spent this much money on booster packs before and I'm not... I, I don't. Saturday. I don't think, and I'm not saying that you're complaining. No, that's because we're having yeah. a conversation. But I think any complaints you have regarding price are unjust. If you, if the last two boxes that you've bought have both been collector boxes. Well, I just think because not everybody can do that, and I don't need to buy this set. I have every card in this set so far. I think I have very close to any yeah. card that I would want in this set. Yeah. I don't have crack liquor, fucking cremator. I, I do have crack and wick cremators. <laughs> Okay, I I have all of the rares that have been spoiled so far in this set. Like I don't need to buy, I don't need to buy this. But I think that there are people out there that really want to, and they can't. And that's the thing that yeah. gets me because yeah. I, I yeah. want those people who are they're not prepared to invest that kind of money in the game yet, but they still really wish that they could be they, on this level. They, they and, need the noble hierarchy for more than just commander. They want the sneak attack because they want to play legacy and commander, for yeah. example. Yeah, and I just I feel kind of I. I'm down for those people who really want this stuff and they just, they can't get it. Cause this would be a great fucking, Hey everybody, we're opening the gates. Everybody's in, everybody's playing. We're going to, it would revamp. It wouldn't revitalize legacy cause dual lands, but other formats could get a really big boost from this. I don't think that they're going to get the, the new player boost that it could have offered were this offered at a lower price point. And I don't, that's that's valid. That's that's what that's I think. Valid. I'll I'll give my final thought and I'll go back to my tw 2020 Corvette being more expensive than the 2019. I couldn't afford either. It's not offensive to me that one is worth more than the other because it's newer, better, faster, stronger. Do I still want it? Would I spend the money if I had the money? Yes. I don't feel bad for people who can't afford it because I'm in the I can't afford it boat with other things that are also my hobby. They're just a different hobby. I can't put a supercharger on my truck, right? I can't buy the sports car. I don't live in a mansion. I can't afford any of those things that I want. And magic maybe is the same for me. Maybe I can't afford everything that I want, right? But I just have to be okay with that because that's fucking reality. That's the yeah. world, right? Like I, I, I'm not willing to work any more, harder, longer, make any more money than I do. I don't need any more. I'm happy with what I have. And being happy with what I have includes where my collection's at and where my decks are at. And if I didn't, if somebody said, your decks are your decks forever, you can never upgrade decks, I'd probably be okay. Regardless of whether they put dual lands in double masters or not, or fetch lands in double masters or not, I would be okay. Yeah, would be... I don't. I don't know if this is a thing. Like, I'm totally okay with them not reprinting fetchlands here because I already have them. Yeah, that, that's that's our privilege speaking, yeah, right? That's super easy for me to say because I have four of all of them, right? I have foil fetchlands and shit. Like, mm -hmm. I don't, and that's not me flexing. That's just so it. I think it hits us less hard when you hear, "Oh, there's no fetchlands reprints." It's like, well, whatever. And I don't think you need them. Yeah. But I don't play modern either. Where I mean, maybe you need them in modern, and you do need them in legacy, and you do need them. To I think play I think modern, that's but... that's a real commander ad populum type of message. Magic is teaching us that there is privilege involved in all things. We've got fucking fetchlands. We don't need fucking this set to have fetchlands. And just like the mana crypts, 
Do you want the fucking super sweet Ron Spencer one? Sure do. Sure do. Do you need it? No. Are you going to survive without it? Hell yeah. Do you like 200 bucks in your pocket I better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's going to drop to 160. Do you like 160 bucks in your Ooh. pocket better? That's <laughs> getting tight, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, I, I actually have an extra mana crypt, so I mean, like, maybe I can just trade one in. Because I opened one in my mystery boosters. Ooh, that's yeah. what I was saying. Trade one in and spend a couple extra bucks, maybe yeah. 50, 60 extra bucks, but yeah, instead of 200. Yeah, like it's it's a thing, and this does provide opportunities for people to get really blinged out shit, and there's lots to be happy about with the set. I think that going forward, I think there's going to be even more cool stuff. I got right? one, I got one, I got one. This is maybe my last good vibe. We'll get out of here. Okay. I got it. What if you're the person, what if you're the person that, or anybody is the person who goes and buys, supports your local game store, go and buy the one fifteen ten dollar pack, whatever it is. Boom! Foil alternate art, mana crypt, doubling season, force of will, whatever the card is, immediately trades it back in and buys like four precons. <sighs> that also exists, and I don't think we pay homage to that enough. That's some you, Ginger Joe shit. Yeah, you see Ginger Joe post that shit all the time. Guys got amazing luck. You see it on the big Facebook groups. Check out what I just pulled: foil, full art. Extended art Grim Tutor from M21, right? It's like, boom, immediately traded it in, got two more booster boxes. I don't think we pay homage to that enough because it's a l probably a little bit more common to get the crack lick cremators yeah. instead of the foil full art force of wills. Yeah, look how many of these crack and lick cremators I, I, I opened. But that happens. Ten. It happens. Yeah. Like, my, my most, my prime most example of that is a draft that I didn't end up winning. I got second in it off of a second pick fucking flip vampire from original Innistrad yeah bloodline keeper yeah bloodline keeper yeah. yeah yeah best card in the entire draft format I got it second pick after the guy fucking revealed it because he had to reveal double face cards oh. and I was like dude do you want to like switch I'm like fucking saying to the table do you want to this is the fucking best card do you want to just take this he's new he's like no 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 I, I've got this one it's a better card foil fucking snapcaster yeah <laughs> it was like 140 bucks at the time or whatever I was like okay game on <laughs> you're right you made out better than me even if i win this draft yes right so that kind of shit does exist yeah those things do happen and they'll happen here and they'll happen in the future i think that that's a good place to end it off I for now too. so thank everybody for being with us thank you so much to face to face games for giving us the opportunity to keep the lights on for all the people in cco nation who have us in their ear holes and their eye holes and any other hole that they like to have us in each and every week, and we're going to be back with probably some more Double Masters and maybe even another deck on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Let us know what you think about Double Masters at CCO Brando at CCO Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs>